Hello, hello, I'm Lise Marie, and welcome to the Macro Coach Pro Podcast. Over the last seven years, I've scaled my macro coaching business to transform hundreds of women's lives with a balanced lifestyle approach to health and fitness. And now I'm helping online coaches like you do the same. I'll be sharing my secrets and industry-leading strategies with you. Whether you're on a personal fitness journey or looking to get epic results for your clients, the Macro Coach Pro Podcast is for you. Let's dive in. Hello, my friends. Super excited you're here today. This episode is for my dieters, people who want to be in a fat loss phase and are just thinking about how to approach it. There there are very different ways to approach dieting. Maybe a way you've approached it in the past has been like restrictive or has felt like this like never ending process, or maybe you've felt like dieting is like this on and off switch of like, okay, I'm dieting, so I'm in a diet and like all these things have to change now. And, you know, maybe you feel like you can't diet because you have like a social event coming up or a vacation or, you know, a work event or whatever it is. And I'm here change, change the game on that. In my program, we offer several really balanced, sustainable ways to approach the whole dieting process. So you can feel like no matter what time of year, no matter what you have going on, no matter what your goals are, you'll be able to achieve those goals and stick to a diet because it's going to be sustainable and realistic for you to be consistent with. So, you know, our our program is all about balance and sustainability. And one way we do that is offering clients different approaches to dieting in order to make it work for them and their lifestyle. So I'm letting you in to some of these approaches. So, you know, maybe you're in our program, maybe you're thinking about joining, or maybe you're still kind of trying to figure things out on your own. This may give you a different perspective on, you know, how to how to really plan out your your fat loss phase or your dieting phase in order to really have it be one that works for you. So the first thing to remember when you are dieting is like dieting doesn't have to be this miserable process where you, you know, are just like waking up and you have to avoid all the yummy foods and all the yummy drink and and all that. And that, that really starts with having like, you know, not a super low calorie diet to begin with. Right. And and, and having a more conservative approach. So one of the approaches that works really well for clients is this around one pound a week, you know, weight loss rate of, you know, we don't go super low calorie and they're losing a consistent one pound a week. That's really motivating. Every single week you can have a good amount of calories to work with, but you also lose one pound a week. That's that's really fun and it keeps you motivated, right? But not everyone, let's say you have a 50 pound weight loss goal, you know, 50 weeks, that's a long time to, to be in a diet. Um, or maybe even like 30 weeks seems like, wow, that's a long time where, you know, I'm dieting. So we're going to go over a couple of approaches to kind of lessen that overwhelm and help you see that, you know, dieting is a strategy to get to a goal, but you don't really have to diet every single day of every single week 
until you get to your goal weight. So the first approach is what we call the matador approach to dieting. And this is based off a study from someone, I think his last name was matador or maybe, yeah, I think it was his last name, but they did research on or a study on, you know, two groups of individuals, one group that dieted just straight through, right? For, for weeks in a row, I think it was you know, maybe 10 to 12 weeks straight. The actually maybe it was 16 weeks. The other group took these little diet breaks. So they they dieted for like two, three weeks in a row and then took a um took a break off of dieting, let's say for a week or two, and then they went on, right? So it was like two weeks on, one week off. Um, some of our clients do like three weeks on, one week off. Other clients do four weeks on a diet every month they they get a week off, right? And so it's this matador approach to dieting. And you know what the study showed is, you know, both groups lost um, the same amount of weight. Obviously, the group that dieted straight through for all, for those sixteen weeks lost that weight quicker. But the group that did the matador approach that, you know, took those many planned diet breaks every two, three weeks, whatever it was, you know, they had less adaptations to the weight loss, meaning their, you know, metabolism was just a little bit more protected in, you know, not being in a deficit for so long. So what this study shows is that no matter what, if you just want to diet straight through, which is what people typically think dieting as of like, okay, I'm just going to diet till I reach my goal. And then I'm going to be done with my diet and then stop dieting. Right. That's like very, that's what everyone's used to. But the other approach of saying, yo, I'm going to diet for three weeks and I'm going to have this planned week where I know I'm going to go up to my maintenance calories. I'm going to have a little bit more flexibility they, that, those types of people lose just as much weight. And actually there's a little bit of a metabolic benefit to it. What I like about this matador approach is we, and you can do this. I want you to plan those weeks where you get off with social events, with vacations, with time off, right? Not to say you can't attend a social event or like attend a vacation when, when you are in, those dieting weeks, but it's just going to make it easier, right? Because you're going to have more calories to work with. And it's nice to kind of see that light at the end of the tunnel. Cause let's say you do have a 30 pound weight loss goal. Let's say, you know, every three, four weeks, you know, you're going to get like a little bit of a mental break from it. That's really motivating, right? And it, it kind of breaks up the goal because it's really hard to see out 30 weeks and be like, okay, I can do this for 30 weeks. Like that's, that's a big ask. Even if your diet is super sustainable, some people just don't want to do that and get overwhelmed. And so what's nice is to come up with a cadence that feels really good. And for a lot of people, it's like three weeks on one week off. Cause like people are like, okay, I can do this for 21 days, right? I can do this for three weekends. I can do this for three Mondays. Like I can do it. And then I know that I'm going to have that week off. And there's normally like one week every month where 
people maybe go on a trip or, you know, kind of stack their social events or, you know, there's always kind of something going on during the month where you, you know, are going to want a little bit more calories and maybe dieting isn't going to be as convenient or maybe you want to prioritize eating and drinking at that event over, you know, losing weight that one day. And that's, you know, that's a great approach for someone um, and for a lot of people. So you can figure out any cadence that works well for you. You know, I might suggest three weeks on, one week off. So you know that there's one week a month where you can kind of have more calories. But other clients go like six weeks on, one week off, whatever. The other approach you can do is you can diet until you just feel like you need a break, right? And you know that that's there. And sometimes that can help mentally too, is just giving yourself permission to like, okay, I'm going to diet for as long as I, I feel like I can. But maybe if there's a week where work is really stressful or I get sick or I'm just having you know, a bad like period week or, you know, maybe uh, the the weather is really nice out or, uh, you know, maybe I just start to get a little bit like of mental fatigue from dieting. That's when I'm going to take my break. So that differs from the matador approach of like where it's planned, right? But some people like to just diet until they feel like they need a break. And then once they have something come up, they're like, okay, this is a great time. So that's kind of the second approach, right? Is to diet and just until you need a break. And both of these breaks in the matador approach and in this approach of just dieting until you need a break, that break, you're still tracking, you're still doing your workouts, you're still hitting your protocols, you're just going up to maintenance calories, which is really, really nice because you get more calories, which is great, but those increase in calories actually increases uh, your leptin levels. So leptin is a hormone and it's in charge of a lot of different things, really important things actually, But one of the things it's in charge of is satiety. So when leptin levels go up, you just feel more satiated, right? And you have less cravings, you feel less hangry, you you know, you feel more energy, like, you know, and it's actually a really cool hormone. I could do a whole podcast on leptin, but I won't just for the sake of you all. But, you know, going up to maintenance calories has, has lots of physiological effects on your body, as well as just the psychological benefit of of having more calories to work with, right? But it's not a free-for-all because the goal during those diet breaks is to take a break from dieting, but not lose any progress, right? We're just maintaining. So again, it's not a cheat week. It's not just a time where you, you know, don't track and you just eat whatever, Because then you'll never, you know, get to your goal if every three weeks you're like eating in a surplus and then it takes you just like a week to lose, you know, the weight that you gain during that like cheat week, right? That's not what I'm advocating for. I'm advocating for that planned maintenance week that is controlled and like, you know, you're just maintaining, right? And a lot of people are okay maintaining their amazing progress for a whole week, if that means they get a little bit more food and have more flexibility, right? Like if you just lost 15 pounds and you've been dieting for 15 weeks, like how cool would it be to 
eat more and like not lose any of your progress, right? And have more flexibility. Even in a month, right? You're losing three to five pounds. And you know, every every five pounds you get a week off, and like these are mini milestones. Like that is so exciting. So reframe your um view that dieting has to be this like you start a diet and you have to diet till you reach your goal weight. That's that's one way to diet. There are other ways you can diet where again you have the matador approach or you just diet and you give yourself permission to have weeks where you go up to maintenance and you know that that's okay and that's built into your timeline, that's built into your plan, right? So maybe you have a 10 pound weight loss goal. This happens actually a lot with our clients. 10 pound weight loss goal, but we we you know set aside about, you know, 15 weeks to get there. And so they know they can build in a few weeks to to diet or they build in or to maintain or they build in a couple weeks where okay, maybe I'll get sick and like maybe I won't want to diet or you know, oh we might go on this trip and like I'll definitely want to diet break then. So you know, give yourself the time and the grace to do that. And don't feel bad because remember life is part of this process. And if you can enjoy life while getting to your goal weight, you are so much more likely to be able to enjoy life and maintain your weight once you get to your goal weight. And it's going to make the process more enjoyable. People who enjoy the process are more consistent and are able to stick to it versus the people who are, you know, dreading it and don't see any light at the end of the tunnel and are overwhelmed by how long they have to diet for. So I can't stress enough that like whatever approach you pick, you know, make sure that you are enjoying that because it it really does matter and it's it's no race, right? Like if it takes you 3 extra weeks to get to your goal weight, But that means you get to go on vacation, you get to have more drinks with your friends, you get more meals out, and like you get some practice every now and then just maintaining your weight and like curbing those cravings. That's freaking awesome, right? So that's kind of one uh, one approach we take to to dieting is building in those diet breaks, whether they're planned or they're kind of on the go. The other approach people can take, and this is a very popular approach, are maintenance weekends. So this is essentially where you diet, you know, five days out of the week, and then you maintain for two of those days. And a lot of people really love this because it allows them to have more flexibility on the weekends but still have that structure, right? It's not a free-for-all. So they're still tracking, they're still hitting maintenance calories, but they are okay not losing weight for two days out of the week if that means they get to feel like they can have more calories and indulge a little bit more on the weekend without losing any progress. Because we know weekends are a big struggle for some people, right? They're hard to find that balance you know, maybe you're really social and you want to have multiple drinks and you want to have multiple meals out. And the reality of dieting is like, we have to stay within a calorie limit if we want to lose weight. No matter how much balance you have, there comes a point where it's like you, you eating out two meals per day is going to leave you, you know, with not a lot of wiggle room, right? 
And sometimes we just can't simply fit it all in. We can't fit in multiple drinks and multiple meals out. That's just like scientifically not how it works. And so people are okay with going up to maintenance if that means they can be more social, have more drinks, have more food. Um, And if that's what keeps them on track, that's so much better than where you're at right now, right? Because maybe you struggle with the weekends and you feel like you're starting over every Monday and you feel like, you know, you always just like lose your progress over the weekend. I might suggest you start with maintenance weekends, right? And just see how it feels to not lose any progress. And don't put pressure on yourself to lose weight on the weekend yet. Just get really comfortable and confident with like being able to maintain your weight on the weekend and see how it feels and build that skill of, you know, yes, indulging a little bit, but staying within a calorie amount. And yes, maybe you don't lose a full pound every week, right? Because to lose a full pound a week in our program, we're kind of dieting every single day. But if you can lose most of a pound a week, like, and that means you get to kind of have more fun every weekend, like, that's pretty awesome. So maintenance weekends work really, really, really well. And maybe it's not every weekend you do this, right? But maybe it's most weekends or every weekend where you have a social event, right? Or maybe you just have a maintenance day, right? Maybe you have, maybe Saturdays are super social and that's when you want a maintenance day. And then maybe Sundays, it's like, you're good, right? That's the day you grocery shop and you meal prep and you do chores and like, it's kind of easy for you to stay on track. So, you know, planning it out with that. Or maybe you even, you go out Friday nights and in Fridays after work, you have happy hour with your coworkers and like maybe a Friday, Saturday for maintenance calories works really well, right? So use these maintenance days to your advantage to say, okay, what does my schedule look like? And what days does it make sense to just be okay with not losing weight for that one day if that means I get to have more fun, more food, more drink, and it's going to make this process way more enjoyable where I don't feel like I have to miss out, but I also don't have to like give up on my goals and like lose all my progress and feel like I'm I'm backtracking. So maintenance days are a really, really great way to do this. Now, the third approach that I recommend, and you know, this is the last approach I'll talk about, is the approach for someone who does want those higher calorie days throughout the week, but really still wants to lose a full pound a week, okay? Because remember, with the previous approach, we're at maintenance days for two for two days, maybe even one day. Sometimes that does not equate to a full pound a week, right? Because you're not in a deficit every single day. A lot of people are okay with that, but some people like really just want to lose that one pound a week. And so what we do is we calorie cycle. So you have, you know, let's say three low days, four high days, or you have five low days and two high days. And by low and high, I mean low calorie, high calorie. And when I say low calorie, I really mean lower calorie. It's not like low calorie, but it's lower calories to give you extra calories on the weekends, but keep your average calories the same. Okay. So, you know, let's say 
you know, on average, we need to be in about a 500 calorie deficit per day to lose a pound a week. So that comes out to about 3,500 calories that we need to, you know, eat below our maintenance calories for to lose a pound a week. So what I do is I would take, you know, you you could take your, your calorie amount for the entire week and eat lower on some days and eat higher on other days to still keep the weekly average the same. So this works really well for people who kind of have a higher calorie amount to work with. People who are more sedentary or shorter or don't have a lot of muscle mass, they're going to get less calories to work with. And sometimes having low calorie days to give yourself more calories on those high calorie days makes those low days sometimes a little bit too low and really not realistic. Because let's say you do choose to do like Monday through Friday, you're low calorie, so you can be higher calorie on Saturday and Sunday. What I don't want people to do is be super low calorie Monday through Friday, and then you get to Friday and you're like super hungry, have super high cravings, you're super ravenous, and then the idea of like even tracking at that point just seems unrealistic because you've had to stay so disciplined and so low calorie for most of the week. And it can kind of get into this cycle of like, you restrict during the week and then you binge on the weekends, right? So that's why this approach is definitely not for everyone. But someone who has some muscle, right? They're working out. They, um, you know, have a decent step goal. They have some muscle mass. Maybe they're not like super short and they have a decent amount of calories to diet with. Their lower calorie days are still going to feel pretty sustainable and realistic and they have a healthy relationship with food, right? So they understand like, yes, I get a little bit lower calories Monday through Friday and I get a little higher calories Saturday and Sunday, but that's not going to cause you to feel super restricted during the week and then feel like you have to go off the rails on the weekend. So this approach again is not for everyone. Neither is the maintenance day approach or the matador approach, right? So you're going to find approach that works for you. But if you have a good relationship with food, if you have a good, you know, calorie amount to work with and it feels realistic, do this calorie cycling because, you know, maybe during the week you're super busy at work and you just have a hectic schedule and like you don't, you just kind of eat and you, you, you don't really go out a lot during the week and like you're not really missing the food, but on the weekends, right, you're social, you want to go out. And like, that's when the calories kind of mean a little bit more and have more value. And so it works great for people like that. Or maybe you just have more time to eat and cook on the weekends. And during the week, you just maybe want to just have less calories to worry about getting in, right? There's a bunch of reasons why people calorie cycle. It is, you know, also a little bit more advanced, right? Because you have different calorie goals each, not each day, but throughout the week. So you do have to plan, you do have to prepare, you do have to get good with macro tracking. So again, it's great for for some people. So it really depends on what you, what you value, right? And like what your timeline looks like and what your schedule looks like. 
it also, this calorie cycling, you really have to commit to actually having those two higher days and those five lower days if, if you were to calorie cycle, right? Because let's say you, you know, you eat, uh, you plan on eating low days five days in a row, and then midweek you get invited to a happy hour, and then maybe that turns into your high day. Awesome. Well, then you have to be okay with like making one of your weekend days lower, right? And switching it out for that. And, you know, it, it just takes a little bit more thought and planning where, you know, maintenance days are nice because you're just like, oh, this day I'm just going up to maintenance, right? And you don't have to worry about making sure your your averages are, are all taken care of. So based on those three, most everyone can fit into one of those approaches and, you know, or do a blend of them. So, you know, part of our program is talking about, okay, which which approach may work best for you. And sometimes we try an approach and, and maybe it doesn't work or maybe we took too long to diet break or maybe we had, you know, not enough maintenance days or maybe, you know, we calorie cycled and it wasn't enough calories or it was too many calories, whatever. So this may take some, you know, tweaking as you go, but really use one of one of these approaches, right? Calorie cycling, maintenance days, or the matador approach to really change the way that you think about dieting. And you see dieting as like a season of your life where you build in these approaches to make it really sustainable versus seeing dieting as like, okay, well, I turned on the dieting switch. And so now I I'm just like in this until I get there and I just have to make sure I don't have anything going on or, you know, I just can't eat out for 30 weeks until I, I, you know, hit my weight loss goal. Like that's, that's not what we're doing. So use these approaches to your advantage, find one that works for you and also listen to your body, right? Your body may tell you like, yo, calorie cycling does not work for me. I just get too hungry or I'm not fueled for my my workouts correctly, right? Like if you're someone who likes to work out during the week and doesn't like to work out on the weekend, but all your low calorie days are during the week, like maybe that's not as beneficial because maybe you're also trying to build some muscle or build some strength, right? And, you know, maybe maintenance days work better for that. Or, um, you know, maybe a diet break is is great for a time where you are trying to hit PRs and, and then you get more food during that week, right? So, you know, different approaches work for everyone. So try each one out and see how it feels because uh, there is pros and cons to each one. But I do think when you are dieting, you should pick a approach, right? And not just assume and not have a plan for having any sort of break when you're dieting um, and, you know, set setting realistic goals and timelines and giving yourself that wiggle room to, to build in these little breaks and times where, you know, you, you have more calories and making it work with your schedule and with your lifestyle. So as you guys know, my DMs are always open if you have questions about this or, you know, you you maybe want to see which approach works best for you. I'm happy to chat with you about it based on your schedule and your goals and your calories. So let me know. But thanks for tuning in and I'll catch you all on the next episode. Congrats on finishing an episode of the Macro Coach Pro podcast. If you learned something new, share and tag me on Instagram. And don't forget to join the Macro Coach community on Facebook. You can click the link in the show notes. 
Until next time, bye friends.